On today's episode, we are talking about investing in yourself, working with a practitioner, hiring a coach, hiring an expert, anybody that can help guide you on your journey. If you are stuck in a place right now that you just don't feel great and you want more for yourself, we're talking about the investment and making it a priority rather than spending it upon a bunch of other things such as nails, massages, hair, brunch with cocktails, all of these things, but really looking at, uh, you know, where you are spending uh, your money and investing in you or not. You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. Hello, hello, hello. It is Friday. It is November. It's, can I just say, please go and vote. Yes. If you guys have uh, not recognized the world is burning down, we need you to go vote. Yeah. And here's the thing. We talked about this on Monday, and this is something that I am very into. So Liz and I both got banned from Instagram on Monday. <laughs> we, thought um, it was, we thought it was just we us. We thought it was just us. And then we realized, oh, shoot, there's a big issue. And it was a total glitch, I think. I don't think it was anything. Yeah. But Liz and I were joking. And I was like, maybe it was... The- Maybe it was the sweater because I had a um I found a sweater that said I'm unvaccinated and ready to talk politics and I sent it to Liz and I was like maybe it was that maybe it was me. Well, I mean I forwarded it to like five other friends (laughs) and I was like this is so perfect. I actually sent it to my niece and nephew and I'm like can we show up to Christmas all wearing these and we decided against it because my father in law would kill us like he he would have a heart attack. Where I'm going with this is like free speech, guys. Yeah, that is what we need. I'm worried it's. It's slowly getting taken away. There's so much in terms of like just banning people for having opinions. And I want everyone to have opinions. It's what makes this country great. Mm-hmm. What do you think, though, of Elon Musk getting Twitter? So I think that Elon Musk is actually a very intelligent person. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing. I also I was listening to Andy Frisella. I also think Kanye is a very intelligent person. I think he appears like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. He would not be as successful as he is mm-hmm. if he was not a smart person. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. What he did, I do not agree with. I never agree with any type of racist or discriminatory things put against entire populations. Um, but he's not stupid. Mm-mm. And so this whole canceling Kanye, I think he, I think he's the one in charge. I yeah. don't think that these he companies wants out of something. Or yeah. Whatever. So like, what's he going to go do? He's probably going to, you know, who canceled him? Adidas. Adidas sucks. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like Nike's where it's the, the big company in that space. Like Adidas is not anything huge anymore. Gap. Where has Gap been? I don't know. Who wears Gap? I mean, yeah, who okay. wears Gap? I mean, not me. I think some people still wear Gap, but I don't, I don't know. It used to be much bigger. Yeah. And so these companies that he, you know, got fired from per se, He's just going to go sell his own stuff and make a way more money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. Listen, again, I I'll have be, opinions. I'll be very curious to see what happens with the platforms. Art and I were like, mm-hmm. if you know, he does a good job with it, we'll, we'll join Twitter. Oh, I haven't yeah. been on Twitter in years. 
Um, but I know a lot of, you know, Alex Hermose, like he was mm-hmm. actually sharing one of his uh, strategies for social media is to like tweet, see what picks up. And then he makes content based upon yeah. what's picked up. So he's so smart. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm interested. I'm curious. But anyways, that was just your friendly reminder, uh, to get out and vote, um, show yeah. up in person. I will be there with my voting card and mm-hmm. my ID as yep. all individuals should be required to do mm-hmm. in order to cast my vote. Yep. I will be there. I will be there. I, I'll be honest. This is me being vulnerable. The last election was the first election I ever voted. Oh, really? Yeah. And here's the thing. I think it's because I thought that politics were stupid mm-hmm. for a very long time. And it was more so my unawareness of them and lack of education around them. Mm-hmm. And then I start, I, I'll be honest, like I think social media and how fire these past couple of years have been and p- polarizing has forced me. And yes, entrepreneurship and realizing that you get taxed three different ways when you're a business owner, which is not fun. Um, you start to want to stand for things more. And, mm-hmm. you know, our kids and like all of those things made me want to vote more, um, even though we live in Illinois. And unfortunately, <sighs> Illinois is we gotta not get. I mean, great. We got to get out of here by the first of next year. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. The laws that they just passed now. So I know. Um, Very unsafe place. Yeah. And I live. think that we've become a little bit more you know, outspoken about some things. Um, yeah. Both of us, because, you know, we do get asked, uh, I have some, you know, followers that will ask me like opinions on things. And I think it's really important, you know, to stand for, stand up for what you believe yeah. in. Um, but also the more and more, like even just speaking with some of the moms that I met yesterday that are neighbors, they all go to private school. We had a long discussion. Um, one of them's a nurse practitioner and she's like, you know, I really cannot see that they're actually going to add these things to the uh, vaccination schedules and force it. But, you know, even just chatting with her, she's so intrigued by what we do because she's like conventionally, like I even looked at the vaccine schedule from the eighties, right. When we were born compared to now, it's so wild. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think the more and more that I've talked with people who I trust in like, you know, circles, you find that you're you're not alone. You're not a. It may feel like you're alone sometimes. Mm-hmm. You are far from alone. Mm-hmm. Um, just if anyone wants to know, there are 72 plus vaccine doses that children get before the age of 18. 72. And even though they might only be getting one shot, there are multiple shots that have multiple doses of different vaccines in them. Um, so, you know, and I, I vaccinated Carson completely and I did not know at the time. Um, since then, I have not done the same with Taylor. Um, I have shifted, I have spaced things out. Um, and we have in Illinois, you have religious exemption. That is something you can do. Um, my doctor's office told me they will not see my children if I do not get them Mm -hmm. vaccinated. And they basically said, we do not allow religious exemptions anymore because they can, they can do what they want. Basically. Um, Mm -hmm. the biggest thing I always encourage people to do is look into pros and cons. That's, that's all I, you know, as a, as a parent, that's what I would want to do for my kids. Um, I want to know what's going into their bodies. I don't want to just trust anyone. Well, um, I wanna, this is the thing that I said to my pediatrician is show me the pamphlet so the I inserts. can see the ingredients. Ask for the inserts. Yep. Uh, that was step number one. And number two was there's not enough research for this. I'm just not comfortable with it. And there's no need. Mm-hmm. He's had COVID. He's around these things all the time. Like these little immune systems, like the research is there. They're not at a high, high risk. If he was at a high, high risk, obviously it's going to be a different conversation. But until there's research around this, uh, more than what we currently have, yes. and until there is a pamphlet that's given to me, no. And I, I don't think that it's going to 
actually be put onto the, the schedule, mm-hmm. especially with some of the articles that just came out this week talking about, you know, we made a big mistake. Yeah. Pfizer's coming out and saying a lot of these things. And so, listen, there's no judgment for what no. anybody decided this to do. Everyone's own opinions but, and choices. You know, I think that the more and more that we have learned through this whole pandemic, uh, you have to just ask questions. That's all I can say is keep asking questions. Why? Is this the right choice? Evaluate. What are my other options here? Um, you know, can I do things more naturally? What can I do if I have had a vaccination and I want to maybe, um, you know, detox or support my body a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, more post whatever type of vaccination is. I remember, yeah. um, what was it? My tetanus shot? Got a huge, I have a scar from it. And I actually mm. got really sick after that one. Yeah, you can do, I think, vitamin E on the on the spot. Tea tree oil, too, mm-hmm. um, are both great for, like, the actual site of the shot. Um, Epsom salt binders sometimes are great around charcoal, vaccinations. Charcoal. charcoal right? yep, the, the Epsom salt that I have is a charcoal, activated charcoal one um, that I do for the kids. And you can even do lower doses of binders for kids and sprinkling mm-hmm. it into water and stuff, opening up the capsules. So, um, you know, there's a lot of things you can do if you need to stay on the schedule for whatever reason. But again, you guys just at, like want to know the information. I, I That is, I think, what anyone should want to do or should do. Um, but again, these are my opinions. They are, I am allowed to have them. Just as you are allowed to have yours, I can still be friends with you. We can still hang out. Mm-hmm. We can all have different well, views. We have a lot of friends. We have a lot of family members that, yeah. you know, all chose to do what they chose to do. And, um, you know, I think this is probably the first time that you've heard. And maybe if you've followed us for a while, you could assume and have your assumptions. Uh, what we're kind of saying today is that we chose differently. Mm-hmm. I was very skeptical. I also have uh Two are, uh, excuse me, two autoimmune conditions in my history, mm-hmm. right? Between the children's RA, which who knows, was it Lyme, was it a parasite, who knows? Uh, and then the Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I, no, I don't. Yeah, I'm, can, and my husband has, you know, his own concerns <laughs> for these things. And we have our concerns for Marcus. And, you know, I think this is across the board, anything that you don't feel right in your gut about, keep asking questions and fight for what you believe in. For example, with Marcus's uh, ear infections, you know, we had three double ear infections back to back, kept spiking these horrible fevers. We're in the emergency room one night on our way to the emergency room a separate time. um, And I'm having to double dose him with Tylenol and Motrin just to get these fevers to break. I remember they were so bad, so bad. And my pediatrician says to me, well, if we get six in a year, then they'll typically consider tubes. And I'm like, but wait a second. We also have a speech delay here. Like there are other things going on and this is six in a year. That's crazy. He has to go through this four more times. Right. Like, so I I get it. It's insurance. A lot of times I called the ENT got in uh, that week. He says, absolutely. Let's do the surgery this Friday. And we have not had any issues since then. And it was just such a blessing. And I'm so happy that I followed my gut. And so I think, you know, we're going to be Friday firing about something else here, but we can just (laughs) roll it up into this is like, you always have to stand up for what you believe in. If there's something that it seems off, do your research around it. Ask for a second opinion, reach out and get a different uh, viewpoint. Maybe it's conventional and you're looking now more holistic, right? Or vice versa, because I think both Both medicine, I mean, serve a a beautiful purpose. And I'm really like, I keep saying this, but I I do want to spend some more time with my neighbor and talk with her more uh, just about some of the things conventionally, Mm -hmm. because there's such a need for us to blend and become cohesive. I mean, Becca and I have gotten referrals from GI doctors 
And thank you, by the way, if you are the GI doctor from Maryland uh, that referred a couple of people to us recently because they recognize we don't have any more tests that we can do for you. Mm-hmm. You may want to get you know, a GI map and ended up telling this uh, patient of theirs to listen to the food code and, and follow Liz. And so she reached out to me and you know, that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, but it also is just a testament to what we need you know, in the holistic and conventional space, we need to mm-hmm. mesh together. We need to, you know, really um, do, we need the best of both worlds to come together. Yeah. Because then maybe holistic medicine wouldn't need to be completely out of pocket all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about today is, a, a, listen, we are not saying that what we do is not an investment because it's worth it. It's completely worth it. But guess what? If conventional medicine didn't have insurance, I think everyone knows how much that would cost. And so the investment is minuscule comparatively to what you are probably would be paying without insurance for some Mm -hmm. of the testing you get conventionally. But here's the thing. If you feel awful, if you are like struggling to make it through a day, and even if here's the thing, even if you aren't, even if it's like just chronic tiredness, fatigue, not sleeping through the night, super great. In turn, you don't have a huge sex drive. Your relationships are kind of meh because of it. You know, you don't show up for your kids as much as you want to. You're holding on to 30, 40 extra pounds that you don't feel comfortable with. Like, wouldn't that be worth the investment of a few thousand dollars to figure out what's going on and fix it? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't know if I can afford that, but we're going to Disney World next week too. Oh, um, how much does that cost? Like, you got to start to look where you're spending your money because it is there. And something that I, Liz and I both, and listen, this is also kind of the entrepreneur, I think, but investments are always worth it. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I went to the holistic doctor in end of 2013, beginning of 2014, it was like seven grand before the supplements, right. That I needed. So it ended up being some, somewhere close to like 9,000, 9,500. But I was in such a miserable place. I had gone to doctor after doctor for eight years. Like, why am I chronically constipated? I can't get this weight off. I was so tired and fatigued that, that honestly, like I would pay that 10 times if I had to, because this is your life. This is your one body that you get, right? And we're seeing, you know, more and more just in terms of people who have not only dealt with this as like acutely, like it's just recent, but it's been chronic, right? And so now they're experiencing all kinds of other issues, you know, that all start with the gut, but maybe, you know, their hormones are all out of whack and their periods are all over the place. Maybe they've lost their period. Maybe they're in a really short cycle. Maybe their motility is also all over the place and they're having, you know, crazy urgency to go to the bathroom. And like we work with women who have come in saying, I'm afraid to leave my house because I feel like I need to be home to be near a toilet just in case. Mm-hmm. That's, in, that's your life, right? If that's you, you know what I'm going to say. Like if it was me, I would feel embarrassed. I would be worried. I would be anxious. I would be stressed, right? Because that's not something that you want to worry about in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, right? Maybe when we're in our 80s or 90s and have to wear <laughs> depends, like that's a different story. But, you know, I think for somebody who says, you know, I can't invest a few thousand or a couple hundred bucks to do a test or work with a practitioner. Um, but then you turn around and you go and spend 100, 120 bucks on brunch with some cocktails or you're getting massages every week or whatever. You really have to ask yourself, like, what is your priority? And is your health a priority for you, right? And, and we totally also recognize that it's an investment and there are some people who don't have the financial means currently to do that. Um, you know, we have a lot of clients that we've helped in terms of like payment plans or walk them through how to do like PayPal 0%, like whatever you need to do. If you're really in that place that you feel so awful, you will find a way. And 
everything is figure outable, as Marie Folio always says. You know, I I was uh, saying this actually to some friends we were hanging out this weekend. Like, I worry and stress over finances because accounting was like one of my favorite courses uh, in college, and I used to work for a bank, and so it's one of those things where like I want to make sure everything is paid on time, minimal debt, all of these things. But if it's Marcus, for example, right? We've had a handful of surgeries for this little guy. It doesn't matter to me what it's going to cost. We're going to get it done and we're going to get it done right. And we're going to fix it so that he can have the best. And you, you should deserve the same. Mm -hmm. You would, I, I know I'd drop easily. You need three grand to fix my kid. Do it. Like, but when it turns around on us, we're like, Oh, that's a lot. I don't know. Why do we not value ourselves as much as our children? Like, why are we not as important? And if you're afraid to make the investment, ask yourself, why? Is it because you don't think it's going to work? Then maybe you need to find some plan that feels more right for you. Is it because you think that you won't commit to it? Maybe you need to find someone that's going to help you commit. Or maybe it's just not a priority for you right now. And that you have to be okay with that. Like, you can't have both. You can't complain about not feeling good, but then not have it be a priority enough to do something about it. Or is it, you know, you don't, you don't have the financial means. Okay. That might be realistic, but if you do, and you're just afraid of the financial investment, why, where else are you going to spend the money? Why not spend the money working to better yourself and truly ask yourself, like, why am I so hesitant to make this investment in myself? Is it because you think of the lump sum, break it down, then break it down into a payment plan, break it down into monthly payments, like break it down into what else am I spending this money on this month? that we feel, you know, is totally fine going out to eat, like Liz was saying, easily with a whole family, our four, all four of us, like easily 150 bucks to go out to eat every, that's, every that's week, one time, right? That's every week. $600 that I'm spending going out to eat. Mm -hmm. And so what I've been doing actually is every Saturday night when Nick and I normally order in, I think of a fun dinner to make at home. I saw that. Did you guys like it? The Big Mac oh, bowls? the Big Mac. Yeah, we made a Big Mac casserole last night. Um, I actually, so the Phillies were playing Saturday night. And so I bought stuff to make Philly cheesesteaks for Nick. And then I just made chicken tacos for myself with like the yeah. Siete wraps. Um, but I think of something fun. We do burger night every week. Mm -hmm. But making the Philly cheesesteaks was $10 to get that stuff versus $90 that it's usually to go out to eat for both of us because he gets wings. He'll get a sandwich. I'll get a sandwich. And then delivery with Uber, like eats and stuff is super. So ask yourself, where am I spending this money that I don't think blink twice about? Mm -hmm. Because it's probably also smaller increments. But look how those increments add up across the course of a month. And then think about how much of your time is spent being tired, being miserable, not being happy or fulfilled. Like how much of your day is consumed by that? Because unfortunately, I think for women, it's a lot. It's a lot of your day that's negative thoughts, that's you dealing with not fitting into clothes or not being able to be productive at work or present for your kids or your husband because you just don't feel good. And so how much could your life change in a positive way if you were to make a little bit of an investment towards it? Yeah. And I, I want to touch here on like having a support system through your journey too, because, you know, we hear from women like, oh, my husband said you know, that's just a little bit too much or, you know, not in the budget right now. And sometimes I will ask even some of our clients as I'm going through a GI map and say, what about your spouse? Because what I'm seeing here are things that can definitely be, you know, past oral to oral or inner family um, infections are very common. And I've had two people respond and say, Hey, I talked with my husband and he's having some of the symptoms that I'm having. We want to get a GI map for him. And so sometimes it's like, how are you actually even approaching 
that conversation. Um, you know, one of the things that I heard Alex Hermosi say uh, a while back, and I think this makes total sense. Uh, I will say I am very, very blessed to have a husband who just trusts me. I trust him. I don't ask for permission. Um, you know, our household is our household. And if there's something that I feel is a good investment and I make that investment and I come to him and I share it with him, he's going to say, you know, okay. And be very, um, supportive, right. And, and vice versa. And so, you know, I think it's important for you to a ask them for their support, not for their permission. If you ask someone for their permission, they have no idea what this work is going to do for you, how impactful it might be for you. Maybe you haven't even told your spouse all of your symptoms because you're trying to pretend that you have it all together and that everything is fine. And, you know, the bloating and the constipation isn't as bad as, you know, you, you think, or maybe they think. And so how you approach those conversations and ask for their support, I think is really, really important. And the second piece of this is just because you're asking for someone's support and they are saying, yes, I'm supportive. You need to also realize that this is not their journey. This is your journey. And so you're going to be making some changes along the way, right? No, what, no matter what the journey is, it could be something that is, you know, related to GI map. It could be something with your hormones. It could be something, you know, with different seasons of life in terms of pregnancy, postpartum, postmenopause, those types of things, weight loss, right? It's your journey. It's not their journey. And so you're going to have to walk the path uh, with the support and guidance of hopefully, you know, either a practitioner or somebody that is an expert to help you, but you can't expect them to do the same thing. So what I'm getting at here is like, you need to cut out sugar or you need to cut out alcohol or you need to stop drinking eight pops, you know, a day and they do all these things. Don't be angry or resentful to yeah. them if for some reason, you know, Hopefully they're going to change because you're going to change if you're, you know, uh, supporting each other. But you just also have to understand that your journey is your journey and you can't put it on other people in terms of your success. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So we just wanted to we wanted to challenge you guys today. If you've been, you know, on the fence, if you've been not feeling your greatest, if you've been unsure if you should take that step forward or like resistant to it, really ask yourself why. And ask your, evaluate, what am I losing by not doing it versus the only small thing that we think about losing when we do do it, which is money, but you don't lose money when you invest it. You get it back tenfold. And that is something that you will always get back with your health when you do it in the right ways and you do it in a healthy way with the proper guidance and not some random quick fix that you pick offline because you, you know felt in tune with one or two of the symptoms that they mentioned and they promised you success in 10 days. So think about what you really need to take an investment in and all of the things you deal with on your day to day that you're suffering with, because I promise you guys, it'll be worth it. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.